Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to 15 Minutes with Lincoln. I am one of your two hosts, Timothy Robert Dunn, a common man in Chicago. And I guess the other host is Penny, your dog, because she insists upon sitting in my lap. She likes you. She likes jumping up on your lap. Yeah, I don't understand this, Timothy. Like, this is too close. Well, you know how some dogs are couch dogs? No, Penny I don't know that. is a table dog sometimes, you know? You know, Timothy, I think you're better off just leaving a couple bones out back and letting her out and just, just have at it. I can't, you know, I, I think it's nice to, because she's my roommate. I'm literally, I'm fighting her face. I know, off she of wants my to face. lick your face. She wants to lick your cheek. I don't like that. Good girl. Hey, look at me. You're a good dog, and I love you. Previous listeners of the podcast will know that I, Abraham Lincoln, 16th president of these United States, is not only the co host and that our souls are intertwined because yeah. he came down to the Lincoln House during the 2016 election. Blah, and now, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in my time, I was a fierce opponent of dogs. Yeah, you uh, passed legislation to um, about the eradication of dogs, if I remember There right. are multiple pieces of legislation I was involved with, which I added language saying that sometimes dogs are a nuisance that require yep. coordinated effort on behalf of human beings to clear them out of settlements. Seems kind of uh, grotesque at this point, because, you know... To you, yes. Well, yeah. But everything should seem grotesque to you. Everything's so simple these days. Yeah, I understand that. Like, I mean, you I... don't even kill anything you eat. No. Do you know what I was doing this time when I was growing up? What's that? Uh, usually I was harvesting pumpkins. We ate a lot of pumpkins when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. We planted, we had a lot of pumpkin fields. Yeah. Because you could eat the seeds, but more importantly, like, pumpkins gave you a lot of different things flavor. She wants to lick my ears. She wants to lick your face. You don't want to lick ghost ears. Abe, we're talking uh, impeachment today. But you can get a seasoning anytime you want. I was just in the grocery uh, grocery store today. I got some uh, garam masala. It's an Indian spice because I'm going to make some butter chicken later. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. I can't get to the microphone because of her. I know. Here, Penny, get down. Here, come on. She's going to be... Good girl. She's going to come back up, I promise. Abe, uh, how was your week? Uh, Dog, uh, beside dog. My week was good. I think I'm just a little um, nostalgic for my time. Oh, yeah? We've been talking about it a little bit recently. Uh, I think more so like it's kind of the end of the year and I'm feeling still like I don't get a ton of credit for just kind of rolling with modernity so well. Um, don't get enough credit from me? Just in general. Okay. Like I played PlayStation with you. Yeah. Like that's pretty... But you had fun. Yeah, well I'm not saying it's not fun. I'm just saying like, right. could you imagine? Like I, I imagine I should... No, you're right. Like if I went... Um... You get Mark Twain here. Right. He'd blow his brains out. Uh... <laughs> Like if I went 150 years in the future and um, you know played their video games, it would probably freak me the fuck out. Yeah, yeah, that would probably be jacking something into the back of my brain or something like that, Matrix style. Oh yeah, yeah. We're not allowed to talk about movies. I know. Um, we are getting close to the end of the year. Uh, Abe, how's your goal doing? Your, if you don't mind me asking. Yeah. So, listeners, you may remember that my resolution for this year, something that's kind of um, a custom in this age, is uh, well, I was going to get, I was going to lose weight enough so I could, um, have sex with Kim Kardashian. Right. And I've been losing weight. And you, you look, you look better, you know? Thank you. At yeah. one point I was 396 pounds. hmm But, you know, six foot six, so I mean like. It was still a lot. It was still a fair amount of weight. Yeah, I yeah. suppose, yeah. Anyhow. You were eating multiple ice cream Snicker bars. Yes. Yeah. A lot of Arby's. 
We've been through a lot of diets throughout the year with you. We have. Yeah. I finally found something that works. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Yeah. Anyhow, how about you? You wanted to own a home. You know, I have really been looking into the tiny home kind of uh, oh, situation. That's a little, yeah, a little workaround for your goal there. Well, here's the thing. By, by next month, I should have about $500 saved up. This would be as if I was just going to watch One Night with Ray J. Isn't that what the video's called? <laughs> There's no way it's called that, right? They don't put no, his name in the title. Because people are always searching One for him. One Night in Ray J? No, I, unless I'm unfamiliar <laughs> with the sex acts that were done uh, in the video, I don't think it's called One Night in Ray J. Um, I've, uh, I don't remember what it's called. Because One Night in Paris is the Paris Hilton one. One Night in Paris? Yeah, have you watched that one? No, you, you don't really need to. It's not very entertaining. Okay. I, yeah, I don't remember. I assume it's just Kim Kardashian XXX something. I don't know. Well, she is by far my favorite pornographic actress. Abe, um, you've been... Wait, so you're buying a tiny home. Remind well, the list- I'm looking into the tiny home market. Remind the listeners what you do for a living. Um, yeah, so I work in um, administrative services at a startup here in town, and I do a lot of different... Tasks for them, mostly with the cleaning of um, toilets, and I'm also, part of my task is I have to sing songs. This is a job that you negotiated for me. While some of the programmers uh, shoot paintballs at me. But, uh, you know, my welts are, you know, I'm getting a, I'm developing a tough skin from the job, uh, both literally and figuratively. Hey, that's an added bonus. And I also know, I know if I wear three or four shirts on a given day, it's not going to be that bad. You know what I mean? Well, Timothy, I, I am I am so pleased that you are yeah. finding fulfillment in your work. And I'm so tired of Congress trying to go after, you know, Silicon Valley and the, the startup culture, because I like getting shot by the paintballs. Y- yeah, well, there you go. Yeah. I'm sure it's good for their morale. They, oh, they love it. Yeah. My life, is, my life is just a lot better since you, you know, got this job for me and we started doing this podcast, and so... Yeah, it seems that way. Yeah, it's been a good year. Um, have you been paying attention to impeachment stuff? Oh, yes, I have. Thanks for the lead-in Yeah, question. no problem. I have been paying attention. Things are heating up in some ways. Uh, in other ways, they are cooling down. Uh, yeah, I mean, let's let's talk about heating up first. Uh, uh, what is his title? Special Envoy or Ambassador Bill Taylor? Oh, I, I know not what it is. I think it's Special Envoy Bill Taylor came in... Uh, Testified in front of a closed session of Congress. Um, Clearly someone who's just benefited from the spoil system. Am I right? What do you mean? He's just a, a, you know, another appointee by the executive branch of, with no, no he oversight. Was a, this, this is a career uh, foreign service officer. Well, at some point he was probably appointed or something. You know, I used to have people like sleeping on the White House steps to beseech me for jobs. Really? I had to eventually close the White House. So many people were just always asking for jobs. Wow, no, I didn't know that. It was just like, uh, you know, I had a civil war to deal with. Yeah. And then I had to fill every single, like, postmaster spot in Ohio and Indiana. It was absolutely absurd. So I'm sure, not to mention all the uh, folks who felt entitled to these sorts of jobs abroad. You'd think you'd just be able to go, hey man, you can go fight in the war. Oh, yeah. Of course, there were women, too. We we had, um, there were issues with that. Uh, getting people to fight? Well, no, just, uh, you couldn't, it's kind of, I don't know if it's like this today, but pretty much only poor people fought in the war. Yeah. Is it like that today? It's largely still like that. Or, um, children of, um, politicians who, um, really want to give their parents, like, you know, a talking point. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or people who themselves think, you know, it might help me run for president. Right. Um, so Bill Taylor came and... Uh, That's a good name. Bill Taylor? Bill Taylor. <laughs> yeah. It's a solid name. Solid American name. He came in and confirmed that uh, EU ambassador Gordon Sondland, who's like a hotel... They keep saying hotelier. That sounds like a term from your time. A, a man who runs hotels uh, and was a big Trump donor. The guy who runs a hotel and can show you where you get what you need. Like a brothel? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, what you, whatever you need. Oh, okay. I never partook. I was um, happy with my relationship mm. to Mary Todd. I was just playing uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, yeah, and you can take a bath, and then you can tip a woman fifty cents more to like have her bathe you, and you don't really have sex, but like it's it's a little bit erotic, you know. Nice. Yeah. Anyways, um, so he confirmed that Gordon Sondland uh, told him that uh, you know Donald Trump is a businessman and he expects something for the military aid to Ukraine, and that thing was uh, a meeting with the White House um, and military aid uh, against the Russians. So. I mean, that seems to uh, confirm the quid pro quo, which is everybody's favorite fucking saying right now. You can really see it in Trump's face when he's, like, trying to get the words out, too. He's, like, struggling a little Oh, I like the two seconds before he says it. (laughs) He's like, I gotta get a little runway here. (laughs) Quid (laughs) pro. Quid quo pro row. Um, that Republicans were concerned about and said, well, if there was a quid pro quo, then I'd be, um... They'll move those goalposts. Yeah, they'll move them. Um, how do you feel like it's cooling down, Abe? Well, the Republicans today came through with a sit-in to stop these procedures. Yes. Because there was going to be someone else summoned. Their, uh, thinking there is that, um, they want to... They're, they're saying that these proceedings shouldn't be done in private, but... I just feel like if, so for people who are unfamiliar, there are uh, public hearings in Congress and private hearings with Congress. In private hearings, you can go over confidential information that the committees uh, are able to know. Um, If they're on TV, they're more of a circus, right? Well, uh, uh, yes. The circus being, come right in, check out this freak. Yeah. Circus is more of a modern when I was. Yeah, I know. So anyhow. Remember we had that whole episode about, um, what was that? I know what you're talking Wolverine, about. Wolverine. Yeah. Wolverine Circus movie. The yeah. musical. Yeah. Right. I still hear that music every once in a while in the grocery store. Oh, wow. It's a, it's a weird choice. That's good. That shows that it's really resonating if it's being played. Really? I yeah. feel like that's one person at the grocery store having a, a fixation on this musical. I think if I was a musician, I would strive for nothing else but to have my song played in a grocery store. <laughs> oh, Timothy. What are we going to do? I will say that this Donald Trump fella reminds me a lot of Andrew Johnson, my second vice president. Mm-hmm. And I don't... I'm. He was I, one of the other people that has been impeached. Yeah, I've yeah. seen that, but I purposely try not to educate myself about what happened after... Um, yeah, I get that. I went to that play... I didn't come home, if you know what I mean. <laughs> hey, buddy, I know what you mean. Anyway, had, had I known he was ever going to be in some position, I would have been, uh, I, I would have seen something like this happening. Uh, how so? Him gradually just 
uh, well, I mean, our time was even more politically fragmented. You guys at least have the two big camps. We had like, sure. you know, one of the benefits the South had was a, a unity of purpose. They really didn't have a lot of political parties. For listeners, Timothy is I'm yawning. not, I'm, st- I'm yawning because I'm tired, not because you're boring me. In the North, we had radical Republicans. We had Copperheads. We had, you know, union, Unionists, Republicans, Democrats, re- Democratic Republicans. We had all sorts of folks. Uh, buying for interests and yeah i feel like you had a much more in that sense healthier political environment in terms of if enough people believe something boom you've got a party yeah charles sumner was beaten almost to death in the floor <laughs> of congress so i i would disagree <laughs> you walk with a lip he wore flamboyant clothes i'm not saying it wasn't fraught with things like political violence or tension i'm just saying it wasn't stagnant in two camps yeah, it wasn't, you know, right. much like, you know, the Army of the Potomac and <laughs> Lee's army were were bogged down because yeah. the Northern generals refused to advance and gave the South years to dig entrenchments. Mm-hmm. It's like the wilderness. When Grant finally had to move and cross sure. the, the river, the South was dug in. Terrible losses. Anyway, when I was president, Russia was uh, a, a very close ally. Is that right? Yeah, well, that was very true. Well, they had just lost the Crimean War mm-hmm. badly to um, England and France. Despite having some advantages, they just really got walloped. And it was humiliating for them as a country. In general, it seems as if Russia at the time struggled because they weren't quite European and they weren't quite Asian. They didn't know where they fit in and they tried to you know, have some sort of national or cultural identity of Slavic people. Despite a couple year, hundred years before that, importing a lot of French customs and and traditions, and nonetheless they had been walloped in this war, and we at times tried to sell as before I was president tried to sell them arms, but the French and the English then blockaded uh, our attempts. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I well I had to deal with this a lot because then I had to tell the French and the English to respect our blockades of southern ports, and they were like, well, you didn't want to respect our blockades of the Crimean uh, the Sea, and I would say, well, I wasn't president then, uh, and then I would try to, like, wiggle a little bit about what the differences were, about how this was an internal matter, and we should be solving it internally, and that yeah. that war was not internal, and, you know, a lot of, like, just a lot of good old-fashioned lawyer stuff, you yeah, know what I'm I, talking about. So anyway, Russia and I were, uh, were, were closely corresponding, and I believe... Um, uh, my Secretary of State, uh, you know, Seward. Um, yeah, we've had him on the show. Yeah, he eventually, as I understand, succeeded in purchasing the territory of Alaska from Russia. Oh. Because uh, our relations were so friendly. Hmm. And did, and uh, England, was. this was perhaps another reason why they would be willing to intervene on the behalf of the South. We were worried because they were... Always concerned at this time that Russia would rise and challenge their global dominance. Uh, simply because of the, I don't know, sheer mass or size of their country? Yeah, their position and kind of the, the they were a sleeping bear. Right. Eventually they might industrialize, which Alexander II, who was in, in charge of Russia at the time, really was aiming to do. This all leads me to the great thing that united us both was in 1861, as soon as I kind of taken office, the Russians... You knew this, did you? Did I, did uh, I a, a lot of this, no. Some of it, sure. They they banished the serfs, uh, the serf system. 
Oh, they had a surf system in Russia? Oh, yeah, until 1861, hmm. where people uh, were bought and sold, much like slaves, but they were... Uh, like indentured servitude. No, they were tied to the land. Oh. So they didn't belong to people, but they belonged to different, like, land they had to work, and then the land would first serve the... This uh, sounds... Wealthy people? Horribly outdated for the time. Oh, yes, it, yeah. was, it was awful, but the, he moved to, uh, to abolish this system in hopes that it would encourage people to... Uh, urbanize and then industrialize so that they might become a world power and he was also always hoping that they might become an intellectual rival of France uh, and this is how he, he did so. So he took great interest in in uh, making sure that the uh, United States also moved to abolishing its slavery system as Great Britain had done so about 30 years before, 25 years before. So does it bug you to see what Russia is today, then? No, because they were always kind of like this. Because they... Uh, I said something really great once, and, you know, I've said it before, which is why I don't have you to remember You seem pretty it. proud about this. I don't right? have to remember it exactly, but yeah. uh, when the South threatened it, during my presidential election to that slavery should be throughout the United States, I said I might have to move to Russia because at least there, they are upfront about being absolute despots. But it's a good bit. Yeah, thanks. I had a lot of good bits. Yeah. A lot of them were racist, though. Let's not. We don't need to get into those. Yeah, we don't have to. Yeah. But just if you look them up, they were... I understand. Um, Abe, uh, where do you think this impeachment... Well, Ukraine was even its own territory, by the way. But that was the whole point of the Crimean War tangent. I lost... It's okay. It's all right. Yeah. I, I knew what you were talking I, about. I, I, I at least am happy for the Ukrainian folks that they've earned some sovereignty at this stake, and they're not necessarily going to get swallowed up by this great regional uh, ethnic insecurity that they all ought to be united under some same empire, when they're in fact very different people with different customs and different languages. And if we do not continue to support Ukraine, especially over petty issues like this, they will see themselves completely absorbed by the powers that are in Russia, and therefore losing a lot of their distinct cultures and way of life. And, most importantly, their individual liberties. How do you feel about the fact that their new president is a TV actor? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He is. He's like, a, he's a, he, like, played the Ukrainian. He played the president on television, uh, this guy who, like, gave a big speech monologue and somebody filmed it and then he gets boosted to uh, the presidency of Ukraine and then he actually became the president of Ukraine. Yeah, well, our president was going to be the president <laughs> of Sharknado 3. Wait, is that true? Yeah, he, you didn't hear that? No. He, before he ran for president, he, he was agreed to be playing the president in the Sharknado 3 film. And then once he started actually running for president, they were like, this maybe would feel the same. Yeah, he's like kind of busy. I like all sorts of movies. I All sorts of them. Nothing about being an actor that makes you unqualified to be president. No, I was just going to say Sharknado is not one of the movies that I like. I'm not a fan of that franchise. Maybe if you gave it to someone like really talented and artistic, like, um, I don't know, a Zack Snyder or Michael Bay, I think it could do something, but... I love John Carpenter's The Thing. It's fucking... It's a weird fucking wacky film. You know, it's, it's not sharks in a tornado wacky, but, you know. Sure. I think that the House is probably going to impeach uh, the president. I think it's. You think they will, despite yes. yeah. there being no uh, majority. What, what are you talking about? Well, the they, Democrats have a majority. Well, but 
there's the Senate that has to vote to convict him. Oh, no, no, I, I mean, I'm saying in the House they'll uh, vote to him. Oh, you did say and send it up House. to the Senate. Yeah. But despite knowing that the Senate's not going to do anything? He's, I think you still do it. I think you still have to punish him for trying to get a foreign leader to investigate a political rival. It, it needs to set a precedent that this is not okay in American politics. I couldn't dream of doing this in my time, but then again, I couldn't dream of a foreign leader possibly having any information on a yeah, but rival. it would also take, what, weeks to get a message from a foreign leader anyway? Oh, that's true. Yeah. You know, the extent to which things would hang over your head when you had m- months between correspondences. It sounds great, actually. Like, I thought I solved this whole Russia blockade thing. Right. So a messenger could just get killed, and then you don't hear that message from that uh, oh, goodness. person. Um, we both have our, our predictions. Folks, if you have predictions about the impeachment proceedings or what's going to happen, email us at 15 minutes with Lincoln at gmail.com. That's numerical one five minutes with Lincoln at gmail.com. Or leave them in the comments uh, as you rate, review, and subscribe the podcast. Hey, yeah. you have anything else? No, I was going to try to think of a way to tie in my whole tangent on Russia stuff, but I think it, it just stands alone as a nice self-indulgent <laughs> yeah. block of eight minutes. Do you? Geopolitically, you you know you were in the region. We were talking about uh, foreign policy with that area. Yeah, I ju- yeah, yeah. The stakes are. It's not like when Harry Houdini came on during the Israel episode. Oh wow, that was a name. Which, by the way, people liked. People they, liked that episode. They did. Multiple people have come up to me at a party and said, "I really liked that Harry Houdini episode." Wait, you went to a party? Why don't you fuck off? All right, we'll see you next time on Fifteen Minutes with Lincoln.